Hi, this is Randall, and I'm so wonderful I can't stand myself. Hey, thanks for listening to episode one. I really appreciate it. I got a lot of great questions, and um, we're going to get to them over the next few episodes. But um, the number one area I'm going to address is why are we here? What 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 is this? What is Blueprint Pros really about? Well. Yes, as you know, my name is Randall Dobbins, and I'm with business partner Blueprint. And our area of focus is uh, business growth by leveraging large corporate contracts for diverse suppliers. So you might ask, well, okay, Randall, what are diverse suppliers? Well, diverse suppliers mean different things in different countries in the United States. It's uh, women business owners, minority business owners, service disabled veteran business owners, gay lesbian business owners, uh, all non-majority groups, Native American business owners. By minority, we mean uh, um, black or African-American, Mexican-American, Indian-American, Asian-American, Asian-American and um and then other groups include disabled in other countries you can pretty much imagine that it means it means um you know in 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 japan minority could mean something different in mexico it could mean something different on the african continent it could mean something different in europe it could mean something different so depending on which country you're in depends on the definition of minority but universally it includes women business owners um and so you might say, well, okay, why is this why is this important? Why is this significant? Well, it's significant because the global 500, the largest companies in the world, accounting for about 37 trillion dollars of annual spend. Yes, that's 37 trillion with a T. Uh, to put that in perspective, the entire economy of the United States is only about uh, what 19.6 coming up on 20 billion dollars. So 37 trillion by the top 500 countries alone is almost double the U.S. economy. All right. So you might say, okay, okay, all right, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But what's that got to do with minority and women businesses or diverse businesses? Well, they've come to realize that they get better results when they include input and voices from um, folks with different backgrounds. As you logically start thinking about the fact that most of them sell into consumers, whether it's individual consumers um, or whether they sell to consumers indirectly through manufacturers or other companies, they ultimately are selling to a diverse customer base. Most of them have changed their marketing messages to reflect that they need to be more inclusive in order to um, let people know that, hey, we're building products for you. We're not just taking your money. We're actually um, interested in what what's important to you. And as a result, they understand that that operates on two extremes, one on them taking your dollar, but two on them, um, how they spend their dollar. So you, you'd like to think that um, if they really understood this, if you said that, uh, what, 60, 70 percent of the entire population is diverse, 50 to 51 percent women, and then um, the balance, some some additional uh, 
15, 20, 30% uh, minority or other non, non white male, you would say, you know, 70%, 60, 70% of corporate spend should be going to diverse groups, but we're not there yet. We're on the road to it, but we're not there yet. But that's really and truly the, the business case. The business case is corporations recognize that they have better outcomes when they have inputs coming from different sources. People with different life experiences see the world differently, approach the world differently, come up with solutions that probably have more universal appeal. So that's uh that that's the business case. That's my target audience. Uh what it is that uh diverse business owners really need to know to go after the um five hundred thousand, five million, fifty million, five hundred million, five billion dollar contracts. Uh this is the world that I've played in for a long time now. And yes, there's a secret handshake and yes, the people that know it aren't telling you about it. <laughs> so, um, the, 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 the most amazing thing is, you know, one of my jobs at, uh, Shell Oil Company, cause I worked for Shell for a while. I was a corporate buyer for them. That was one of the many roles I had. And I had responsibility for finding minority and women business owners to bring into Shell. And it was obvious the number one thing that most business owners want is they wanted to be able to build a successful business. You want to be able to build a successful business, hopefully a legacy business, so that you could provide for yourself, so that you could provide for your family, so that you had money left over for the causes that were important to you, whether you wanted to, you know, uh, do something at church or set up something for your kids or do something for your fraternity or your sorority, or if you had a favorite charity or, or if there was a cause or something. I, I mean, I've seen so many minority business owners do some great things in their communities whether the communities be local or global and it's because they had built a successful business so that they could actually fund their passion projects i mean you know that's that's clearly the epitome of success when you've made it that big and you can do that the way you want to do it you know almost like bill and melinda gates or or anyone else all right i mean some of us have gotten pretty big but most of us hadn't gotten that big yet but you know even on a smaller scale when you do that you know, you, you've done something, you, you, you're employing people, you're making a difference in their lives, the lives of their families, you're making a difference in, in your, your family's life and in your community and maybe your nieces or nephews or your parents or your kids, depending if you're part of the sandwich generation like I am. And, um, you know, it's like, th this is why I did this. I took the risk. It was originally because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, but ultimately it was, it was, based on what kind of difference can I make? All right. If I can make a huge difference, then this is all worth it. But that's the number one thing. And the reason we go after corporate contracts is because that's where the money is. You know, people used to make the joke, if you're going to go rob someplace, go rob a bank. That's where the money is. Well, if you want to build a successful business, uh, you want to sell to corporations because that's where the money is. I mean, my goodness, a $37 trillion market. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Um, and, and you know what? They buy. They buy every day. They buy from hundreds of thousands of companies around the world every day, every year. They always have and they always will. So it's a fantastic uh, market. And so, you know, you start thinking through the top three things. So 
I want to be able to build a legacy business. I want to make a difference in my community. I want to be able to, uh, to, uh, um, um, you know, prove to myself that I can compete with the big boys and, 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 and just, you know, do something on my own. All right. It, it just means a lot for me to not have to depend on a paycheck. It's like to do this on my own and be able to, to control the, the, the levers, you know, for myself. That's just big. And so when I do that, the payoff is that I'm on my own. I'm, I'm, I'm the king or queen of my own castle. This is what it looks like when I'm doing it for myself. And so, um, it's been great. Um, I've actually been teaching companies how to go after corporate contracts. What since 2004, I learned how to, how to actually do it on my own as my own business for a while, starting actually in about, uh, 2003, 2004 timeframe. And as a, as a give back project, I was working with some other companies on showing them, you know, what I knew about how to go about doing it. Little did I know that it was going to end up being an actual business for me. So I had one business where I was selling to them. And then I ended up here recently in the last two years in a business where I'm trying to help, um, where I'm trying to share with uh, women and minority business owners, the diverse business owners, what I know about how this actually works so that I can create more opportunities for all of us. I mean, there's just no reason for us to be struggling with three or 7% of corporate spend. I mean, that's just ridiculous when you look at how much money they're spending for us to have a little measly three or seven or 8% globally is ridiculous. And the reason we aren't getting more, quite frankly, is because we just don't know what we don't know. That's not to say that we haven't tried hard, that you haven't tried hard, that you hadn't beat your your head against the door, that you hadn't did everything that you knew to do. And that, you know, you don't that you uh, don't that that. And it's not to say that you feeling like uh, you're swimming upstream, that there's something wrong with you. No, there's nothing wrong with you. But it's one of those things, you know, imagine if somebody gave you the golden key to get in the room with the gold. um you know, would you take it? And what I find is that a lot of suppliers don't want to take the golden key. They go, no, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? They'll say, I tried to get in the room, but I just can't get in the room. I tried picking the lock. Um, I've tried busting down the door. I've tried knocking softly. I've tried waiting until the, 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 the door opened and seeing if I can get in. But, um, you know, and then somebody tried to sell me a key and, and and that didn't work. And it's like, no, 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 none of that. None of that. There is a key that gets you in. Uh, but most people aren't telling you about it. And so that's what I'm doing. I am here to uh, tell you what you don't know about how to get in the room with the gold. That 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 really and truly is simply what I'm here to do. And in another episode, I'll tell you why this is important to me. I do have a life experience, my own story about why this is really important to me. Um, but more than anything else, it, it really and truly is just something that there's a huge need for. Um, you know, we've been fighting uphill to get this opportunity for the longest. And, 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 you know, right now it, it's, 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 you know, it's the best time for us. And we're, we're not fighting the battles of 30 years ago. We're not biting, fighting the battles of 20 years ago. I mean, some of those are still out there, but that's not really what's going on in 2018. 
I, I always tell, uh, I always tell folks in, in classes, I'm like, you know, I'm not confused around whether racism still exists. Clearly it exists. As long as you have people, you're going to have the isms. But what I do know is, um, 30 years ago, racism was predominantly the reason why we weren't getting opportunities in 2018. Racism is probably 30% of the reason why we're not getting opportunities, which means that we've got a seven out of 10 chance. We got a 70% chance of being successful. 30 years ago, we, we had at most a 30% chance, even if that, but we got a 70% chance now of actually being successful. So a lot of what we got to do right now is find out what we don't know about making this work. And so that's what I'm here for. I am here so that you don't have to struggle. I'm here to share with you what you don't know in order for you to get the big corporate contracts and build the legacy business that you thought uh, you could build. And it doesn't really matter where, where you, if, you know, if you've been at this for 10 or 15 or 20 years, or if you're just starting, it doesn't matter. Uh, there are some things about how this works that uh, will make all the difference and make all of this, uh, all of this uh, uh, play out for you. Uh, a few things about me. Let's see. Uh, I was born at a young age. Uh, like most everybody, like, you know, like you listening to me, I was born of two parents, one male, one female, like probably like you listening to this. No, let me, let me, I, I have a sense of humor. Sometimes it's warped. You have to excuse me. Uh, I'm a big science fiction person. I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, some of the offbeat things, Galaxy Quest, huge Blazing Saddles fan. I got a buddy of mine. We quote Blazing Saddles. You got to be careful getting, getting us around the bar at times though. When we start uh, talking, trash talking with Blazing Saddles, we may have to start cutting that out in 2018. Blazing Saddles may not be politically correct anymore. Uh, let's see. Avid tennis player, love traveling. Um, I, I, I love dialogue and debate, not arguing debate. Um, I tend to, you know, just try and see if I can get a fact basis for, 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 for most things. And I it just enjoy exchanging facts with people and learning new things. Very, very analytical. Uh, one of the things that you're going to find out as we go along is, um, I'm probably more analytical than emotional. You know, it's somewhere, I think it says in Proverbs. Well, it doesn't quite say it's in Proverbs. It's, it's a, it's a paraphrase. It's like, yeah, I, I like to say we were given emotions to, uh, uh, connect with the world and understand what people are going through and to make sure that we, we care and are sensitive to what's going on with, uh, you know, fellow humans. But we were giving logic to, um, you know, understand what's going on, which, you know, is what separates humans from animals in the jungle that are purely instinctive or emotional. We were given uh, reason, um, rationale and intellect. Now, you can argue whether or not all of us use it properly, but that's a separate matter. That's a separate matter. But you'll find when you listen to me, I'm not uh, insensitive or unemotional. It's just I'm more analytical and uh, go from there. And so, um, uh, I think that's probably a function of kind of the, the, the work environment I came up in. Uh, I don't mean to come across as insensitive. It just happens every now and then. So we're going to refer to it as brutal honesty for the sake of helping you 
to uh, advance your business and get it where it should be or where we know it can it can go. So it's done with uh, it's done with a lot of love and a lot of humility, and it's for the purpose of getting you where I know you can be. Uh, let's see some of the obstacles. Uh, we we kind of talked about that a little bit. You you all know the obstacles. On the one hand, it's tough out there. There's a jungle out there. On the other hand, it really and truly is. You just don't know what you don't know. And there is some rewiring of the brain. There is taking some uh, some risk taking, some prudent risk taking that you're going to have to step back and, and reconsider. Even if you've had some bad experiences in the past, uh, I'm going to challenge you on some things that you probably need to do differently and reconsider uh, for the sake of either getting unstuck or taking your business to the next level. These are some things that we're going to come across. But that's uh, for the most part, as, as we look to wrap it up for the day. That's uh, what Blueprint Pros is all about. It's uh, helping you to overcome a lot of the challenges around um, potentially being told that your business isn't big enough or that your company isn't ready to do business with the big boys or, you, you know, continually not being called back for for uh, RFP responses or awards or um, just feeling like um, you're being told to go to the supplier database, but you never hear from anybody. You never get an opportunity. So, you know, in this podcast, we're going to talk through what it takes to get unstuck, get past all of that. Uh, even for those of you that have been at this for a while, you know, if you're one of the ones that's been at it for a while, but the bigger competition seems to keep shutting you out. We're going to address all of that. So this is the place to be. This, uh, this, this, this podcast, Blueprint Pros is dedicated to this topic. And that's what we're going to do. I will probably have people come in from, you know, all different backgrounds and we include everybody. Um, you know, whatever I can do to help you get your business to the next level, count me in. Uh, so we're not limiting anybody from being a part of our community because we're all going to be able to help one another. But, I, you know, we I have a passion for uh, diverse businesses, primarily because diverse businesses have been excluded. A lot of the tools that we're going to talk about are the same, whether you're diverse or not. So this is great information. You're going to really enjoy it. You're going to get a lot of value out of it. But um, but, uh, you, you know, just just know that we're really geared for diverse business owners and uh, some of the unique challenges um, uh, confronted by by us. So that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you on the next Blueprint Pros podcast. Have a fantastic day. Bye for now.